we are moving on to topic number two. So we can record a separate intro. Um, <laughs> or use Tim's stupid one. <laughs> Tim, you fucking sucked. You fucked that one up so bad. <laughs> I know. But I try. Yeah, if he didn't edit, we could just cut him out. If he wasn't our <laughs> editor and recorder, like, let's be honest, right? I can fucking edit so many lines of you guys saying how much dick you like to suck. Mm, that's that's fine. The world knows that already. <laughs> I'm not I'm not concerned about how much they know it. Hey, Aaron, this weekend you want to come out to? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me guess, another UFC fight that I'm not welcome to. Apparently, I don't get to take part in Halloween because I don't have a significant other. I'd like I don't get to go to UFC fights because I don't have. Tara wasn't even invited. <laughs> you, you just have you to have a night? girlfriend to even make the list. So like, no, I know you're cool now. Tim was like movie forty three where he's the one kid with the the broom and it's like I'm a pretty girl. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Hey man, you just gotta get with the times. Hey. And uh, the the most important thing is just hanging out at home with your girl. That's that's life, man. That's, that's the only thing that matters. The only thing. It's why that Ryan Gosling banging a fucking real doll spoke to me so much. <laughs> Except uh, I'm not handsome. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan Gosling. Oh, uh, what's that new Ryan. Seth Rogen movie where he's um? Dating Charlize Theron and she's in the government and stuff. It could totally happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long shot. Good movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, the older I get, the more that uh, women of my age are starting to get more and more desperate. And like when I don't have a fatal flaw of being a heroin addict or anything, like I have a job, like I start to creep up slowly as, you know, the pool of potential suitors is going away. <laughs> what you need to do is create play the log game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put, put up create a ad in the newspaper, the classifieds, and like have a picture of yourself posed like George Costanza, <laughs> and be like, "Do you want to move to a tiny home in rural Alberta? <laughs> Come you. with me in my RV that I just pur- purchased. It's a Winnebago." Yeah, I was thinking about you putting get, a Bumble can, uh... Uh, profile together, like a realtor ad, like uh, fixer upper, born in '88. Uh-huh. You saw you in the park walking. Your dog, me, was sitting on the bench, decided to follow you. (laughs) You live at this address. If you see this, please call me. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks later, you called the police, hurt my feelings. (laughs) Me, distraught and angry with my kit. You, dog has been missing the last two days. <laughs> Me. Oh. oh, Brian froze. Fuck that guy. He was only weighing us down. What a loser. Hey, he's back. What's up? Back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Fun times. Wee. Yeah, Coach Ko, I guess, is doing upgrades in the area. I actually, like, ran. To the park where I know the nodes are mm. and ran back to talk to the guy and be like, yo, is this the only one? <laughs> or should I be concerned? 
So I'm a little out of breath because I literally, uh, I don't run often. It's not necessarily as close as I would like. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was defensive line. I don't like to move too fast, too fast or too far. Short bursts. Short bursts. You need me to go more than more than ten seconds? Oh, <laughs> no. dude, you're asking a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, thank. You. So, all that being said, um, Tim, I'll let you do an intro. Okay. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna plug my phone in. I swear to God, I'll be right back. You can do the intro. I'll be right back. Understood. Okay. Welcome to Toe to Toe in 20 or so, or 60 or so, or Toe to Toe 180. We haven't exactly decided, but this is our Couch Critics Canada head-to-head matchup where we pick five of our favorite things and we throw them together to see which one will come out on top. Uh, Last week we did uh, top five soundtracks. This week we are doing movies revolving around music. So what is our top five list? If you don't like what you hear, make sure you let us know. Uh, Or if you like what you hear, but we know people are shitty and you're more likely to share the stuff that you don't like. But we're here to listen. Let's start a conversation. What? Give us your top five. Give us your top five. If you think you're better than us. Yeah. You fucking cocky piece of shit. Brian's blowing his nose. This is what he thinks about your top five. You think you're better than us? Whatever. You go get out of here. Get out of here. Pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Probably from Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see my link though? Saying people want to move to Winnipeg? Brian's <laughs> like, this is this is lies, it's propaganda. I was about heard, to say I've heard, yeah. heard of anti vaxxers, but this is true government bullshit propaganda. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, bullshit. Yeah, move to Winnipeg. Move <laughs> to Winnipeg. We want to keep you here in our prison. Let's see what a house costs in Winnipeg. Oh, your fucking soul. I see. <laughs> nice try, Winnipeg. <laughs> not today, I'm Winnipeg. I'm not all for that one. <laughs> we have an NHL team and a WHL team. Did you think the Jews just walked themselves to the concentration camp? <laughs> like, come on. Look at this free housing. What a wonderful ghetto. <laughs> Try the shower. <laughs> They're going on a trip to a place called Auschwitz. <laughs> I will take a joke as far as I can take it. And this is why we don't have more than 50 downloaders. Brian, <laughs> you're such a gas. Oh, wow. I oh. stand by it. That's not the line. All right. I'm so... sorry. I'm sorry it's getting so heated in here. <laughs> 
who wants to start this week? Uh, Brian, these both were your topics. So generally, the person that chooses goes last. We can keep that format. <laughs> I hate to be the person that makes sure the trains run on time. But I think we should focus up, go to our number five. <laughs> Aaron, what is your number five movie that revolves around Muzak? I just went to charge my phone. I got to see what my number five is. I'll be right back. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> oh Aaron. All right. So, <laughs> nice little intermission. We could put like the intermission music from uh Mock about the Holy Grail in there. Um so I kind of went a different direction with this just because there are so many movies that incorporate the music of this band. I kind of just lumped them all together. Mm-hmm. So don't feel the, the need to ding, ding, ding and talk about the movie if it's also one of your number fives. But I just threw everything with that in, involved Beatles. It initially started with Yellow Submarine when I was a kid. Massive fan about yellow submarine um i was more so just obsessed with like the the cartoon aspect also kind of freaky kind of cool and awesome awesome music you got losing the sky with diamonds you got um uh when i'm 64 you got uh yeah yeah hey bulldog hey bulldog is a great one but uh yeah all together now that's a lot of fun that's a good sing sing along song but uh yeah, yeah. Then from there, I'm like, well, you know, Hard Day's Night's really good, and Help is really good, and then you got Yesterday, and then you also have Across the Universe. It's like, and then and then you have Nowhere Boy, which talks about you know John Lennon and his teen years and how he met Paul McCartney, which is also really good. That's a good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So kind of movies that revolved around the Beatles would be my number five because they were just such a massive band. Um, I'm a big Beatles fan. My, my parents were and are big Beatles fans. So yeah, yeah, that'd be my number five. Good okay. Call. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Kind of went a different uh, direction with that. Yeah. Sorry guys. Sorry, that no, I, I pisses uh, you off, but fuck you. It, it, it's hard to choose just one. Some of those movies are shit, but uh, the <laughs> overall sentiment of Beatles movies in general, that's like, uh, you know, choosing all the Elvis movies. That's dumb. <laughs> you know, I've I've stood there before in the kitchen and ate an entire meal while I decided what I was going to cook for my supper. But uh, it's glad to know that someone is more indecisive than I am. Yeah. What, were you choosing uh, between craft dinner and grilled cheese? Wow. (laughs) And ramen Anytime you want, I will cook circles around you, son. I am a goddamn stay-at-home chef. I am good at what I do. There's not a lot. I'm good at baking. I suck at baking. (laughs) Baking is a science. How do you suck at it? Because you, I cook you literally the... just follow direction. Because I don't There's follow no... direction. I have what they call uh, <laughs> fuck uh, 
oppositional defiance <laughs> disorder. So when you start to tell me what I'm supposed to do, no matter how much it is, use a teaspoon of that, a pinch of this, I get frustrated. Now you let me cook with passion and from the heart, I will make you a delicious meal. But you probably should probably will it be healthy. Cause... Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 I'm in. I'm in. I'll make you my Mississippi pot roast. You lose your goddamn mind. Your goddamn mind. Okay. Uh, well, we... I was also gonna say, Brian, did you know who the cameo is in Forrest Gump that plays Elvis? No, no, I don't. He's also played Elvis in different movies too. Kurt Russell. Ah. <clears throat> interesting. Very interesting. Yes. yes. Anyway, moving on. As Aaron Chugs. Oh, that was that was Tim. I was having oh, a sip of I water. assume that you would do. Uh well, I'm gonna no. go with mine next. Uh, I lost my list during all this. I have pulled back up. Go ahead, Tim. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> Figure this out. I love heist movies, uh, car chase movies, so I decided to go with Baby Driver for my number five. Ooh, good one. Yeah. That's a, good I, a solid one. I, I, I think that uh, what they did with the music, like we had talked about in the previous episode uh, with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, as far as having the soundtrack influence what was happening on screen felt very original for what they were trying to do and uh there was such a cool look to the movie but like yeah needing his music and and stuff that it, it really spoke to me that's uh, why i picked baby driver he also picked it because there's a pedophile in it good job can we talk about how great Allegedly. kevin spacey is in that movie oh my god everything kevin spacey touches turns to gold what a stud! <laughs> Just touching everything and everyone. Everything under the, he under the age of eighteen. Into a golden shower. <laughs> Was that proven, or are we uh, into the alleged realm? I'm not defending I mean, Kevin Spacey, by the way. I am just asking for litigious reasons. I, I I think it wasn't fully proven, because uh, I don't think he was ever charged with anything or anything like that. I think he just did his apology and hide away. Mm, disappear for long enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. Number five for me. Very, very, very different. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this movie. Can't hardly wait. Oh, yeah. Rings a bell. It's a... Heath Ledger? Yeah. So the whole premise of the movie is it revolves around a high school graduation party and there is this guy Preston Myers and he absolutely loves Amanda he has the biggest crush on her and he's had it for the longest time and he wants to give her this love letter uh, you know about how he's felt for so long etc etc and the movie, the reason why it it revolves around music is he's absolutely obsessed with Barry Manilow <laughs> and the song, the song Mandy, and how it relates to his feelings about Amanda. Oh, uh, no. and it's absolutely it's it's absolutely hilarious. You also get Seth Seth um, Seth Green Seth Grogan. 
Myers. Seth Green. Green. Seth Green as like literally the guy that we all knew in high school that um like the baggiest of pants, like He's goggles, like goggles the on. most ridiculous. Uh we had a term for it back in the day. I will not say it now, but uh <laughs> The most ridiculous uh, uh, cultural appropriator <laughs> that you could possibly think of. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, so you have him in it, uh, just adding a whole another level of, uh, of hilariousness. The soundtrack to the movie is pretty solid overall as well. But just the relation to how Preston feels about Amanda... And Barry Manilow's song "Mandy" is—it's uh, why this movie really revolves around music, and he just keeps bringing it up over and over and over again. Um, and it's funny because I actually replaced "Baby Driver" right before the start of this with oh, "Can't wow. Hardly Wait." Right before, like maybe like an hour ago, with "Can't Hardly Wait." So we almost had "Baby Driver" lined up, just the <laughs> two of us. Funny wow. enough. Wow. Wow. I right, actually Aaron, see four. this uh, this movie listed a lot with uh, "I Love You, Beth Cooper" as like in people's top ten for rom coms. Kind of seems like a similar ah. premise, but I I haven't seen either of the movies. It's uh this one's it'll will take you right back to when we grew up. It's super nostalgic. This movie, nice. Uh, I was gonna say that kind of like the whole Barry Manilow thing almost reminds me of uh, Saving Silverman when they're all about Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, I haven't thought about saving Silverman in years. What a good, good pull, Chalupa. Oh, I, I really, I, I was so adamant about renting that, and I rented it, and I watched it with my parents, because they were like, fine, we're going to watch it together then, and I was like, oh no, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious, and I suppressed so much laughter, and I was just like shaking my head, but like laughing on the inside, my parents were like, this isn't funny. And I'm like, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Saving Silverman, go old Amanda Pete back in the day. Mm-hmm. Takes takes me back. Uh, yeah, my parents rented it as well, like back in Blockbuster. It definitely, there were so many movies where it was like, should you be watching this or should you not? Ah, uh, we don't really care. That was kind <laughs> of my parents' mentality. They're like, we were the we were the like Blockbuster like gold members that like rented five movies a week like we'd rent like a couple on the tuesday when hey, hello he's back check 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 test one two um i am Can on my check? phone i'm on my phone but at least my headset connects via bluetooth so hopefully the sounds relatively similar yeah it's pretty good okay i i i'm not this guy said that there wouldn't be any more issues <laughs> lying sack of shit lying <laughs> sack of shit sack of shit so um yeah that, i don't remember where i was because i i legitimately was like are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me <laughs> baby's crying no 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 <laughs> you see like the it, it's it, i learn from i see the refresh wheel on like my twitch first it, it hits before anything else. And then I see you guys freeze afterwards and it's like, it's the worst. So you were just finishing yeah. up talking about, uh, can't hardly wait, uh, how it was very nostalgic and, uh, Barry Manilow. Yeah. yeah you can't go wrong with Barry Manilow. Okay. 
he gets a lot of flack, but Barry Manilow is great. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's it's worth the watch just for that. I, oh, and I was saying how much my parents rented at Blockbuster back in the day. Yes, um, like a ridiculous amount. We would rent like five movies a week. Um, so like, and we'd always it, it would be the two day rental. So Friday ones were due back Sunday morning technically. Oh, but wow. we would hold them. We would hold them the extra day and always just pay the late fees on the Monday, just so that we could watch them on Sunday. We were the scumbags that like would be like, "Hey, uh, we're looking for a copy of this," and we'd be like, "Yeah, you're not getting it on the weekend, that's for sure." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyways, that was my uh, can't hardly wait. My number five. Number four for you, Aaron. Number four for me involves Quentin Tarantino, but he did not direct it. Desperado, starring Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek. And Steve Buscemi's in it, too, briefly. And I think Cheech Marin, too, I think. Maybe for a bit. Anyway, so Desperado is a mariachi band singer and guitar player and he's also an assassin and it's pretty badass and cool so if you haven't seen it check it out yeah it's pretty good and uh it's cool because his guitar case has a fake guitar on top and then underneath is a bunch of guns and then his two buddies that go around killing people with him Use the guitar cases as like machine guns and rocket launchers. It's pretty badass. Didn't you like call in help? They show up and like last thirty seconds in a gun battle and get gunned down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they sure do. But they 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 fuck shit up at the same time before they die. It's true. So. But yeah, not bad, not bad, not not amazing for any main reasons or anything like that. Like Salma Hayek's in it, which is sick. And Tony Banderas when he's at his absolute peak and he has. Awesome cameos in South Park as an inflatable Antonio Banderas. <laughs> that uh, Cartman's mom is all crazy about. And I think Corn's in that Halloween episode too. But uh, yeah, pretty good. Quentin Tarantino tells a really funny uh, story. Um, I think it's all shot in one, in one sequence. And he's talking about uh, a joke about how he pisses on the bartender and all over the place and everything. And he still wins money. It's 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 very worth it to watch. Don't ex- expect it to be like some kind of like cult classic, like secret awesome movie, but it is pretty entertaining. Okay, nice, nice. I uh, I'm not gonna lie, I I have not seen Desperado. You're not the first person that's told me about it. Um, it's definitely something that I should get around to seeing. It's a good one to like watch when you're not like. You don't need to 100% pay attention to what's happening to follow the plot. It moves pretty simply. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, check it out. Check it out. Watch it with your significant other, some good buddies over like pizza or just bullshitting, catching up and just have it in the background. It's good. Nice. It'll keep That's you awesome. entertained any time that you tune into it. Sweet. Tim, you are number four. My number four is... You ready for this? School of Rock. Ooh, good one. A Jack Black classic. Um, generally, the the movies centered around kids don't really hold up for me, but it uh, seems like everybody in this movie was having a ton of fun. Uh, you get 
a range of acting ability from Jack Black that you don't usually get to see because usually they're just pushing for silly Jack Black to be silly Jack Black. But I feel like, you know, you get the gruff in, you get the, the fun version, and you get the serious mode. And uh, yeah, the relationship with the kids, all of them did a great job uh, acting, as far as I remember. Like, we, I'm never disappointed or frustrated by that. And uh, the music was a lot of fun. I, I think that this was a, a, a really fun movie that uh, actually holds up if you go back to it. I agree. Nice. School of Rock was a really good movie. <clears throat> it definitely was. It, it, it's a good, lighthearted fun movie that uh you can appreciate kind of the introduction uh to rock to a bunch of these kids right Mm -hmm. in that sense uh it's just a cool feel-good movie i heard the uh stage show of it too is also a lot of fun which uh i'd like to check i bet it would be i think it would be yeah uh my number four is chicago oh all right uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys uh, if you guys ever saw Chicago back early 2000s. Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta Jones, Queen Latifah, uh, who I said yes. was one of my top five musicians turned actors. Yes, very convenient. Look at that, Richard Gere, Tay Diggs. Um... Check it out in other Couch Critics <laughs> Canada episodes, folks. <laughs> you know. Um pretty simple simple premise you have two women who have committed crimes that are being represented by the same lawyer and vying for that lawyer's attention uh is the best way to put it the music in it is uh it's solid there it's just you know it was for me this and moulin rouge came out around the same time so for Mm. me it was more so about because both were really good movies. Um, it was more so about uh, what one, what what movie really resonated with the how the music played out throughout the movie and how it played in. Uh, Chicago felt like, even though it's a musical, less of a musical and more of just a really good movie with music built into it. Whereas. Moulin Rouge felt a little forced from a musical perspective, even though some of like you and McGregor, your song in Moulin Rouge is fantastic. Right. But uh, overall Chicago, good movie, great music, not a ton I can say without spoiling it, but you have a, you have a very diverse uh, set of music, good cast, and it's well acted. I think that, you know, when I'm looking for, movies that revolve around music i still want the the actual movie aspect to be good (laughs) not just the music right so uh, that's why chicago landed in number four john c Riley's in it as well you can't go wrong with john c oh man he's one of the best yeah (laughs) great comedic actor great serious actor yeah yeah doesn't get enough credit for the serious work he does you have a not. whole separate discussion around some of the other things that he's done that are just... Uh, Brian, are really you talking about Gangs of New York? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gangs of New York uh, is is one of them. One of them. But uh, I'm also I'm also talking about Cyrus. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. In Cyrus, he's really, uh, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good way to put it. Boy. He yeah. brings out some of the best in Will Ferrell. Fucking Talladega yeah, Knights is I, I agree so with good that. stepbrothers. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, so that's our little tangent. Aaron, number three for you. Number three, starring the uh, inadequate uh, white male actor Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew That type thing you do. Boo. Not sure if you've seen that movie. No. I really like it. My sister and I rented it from Double K Video in Grimshaw and watched it. And we thought it was great. Um, Steve Zahn's in it. And there's a few other like minor actors. Charlize Theron plays a, a small role in it too. Liv Tyler is the the love interest, and so it's a band that's looking to make it big, and they're not doing so great. But then they break the scene, and they have a a big hit, and they are called the Wonders, but it's spelled O N E hyphen B E R S, and everyone thinks. They're called the O'Neaters, which is rather funny. And <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and then they make it big and famous and then go to Hollywood and all that kind of stuff. And then it's, I don't know, it's, it's just, they all fall flat on their face, but there's lots of comedy to it as well. Uh, it's, it's a cool, cool show, heartwarming, kind of funny. It kind of almost reminds you of the, the song Summer of 69, how it's like, you know, Joey quit, Jimmy got married, and yeah, kind of happened that way in the, in the movie but yeah it's it's a good one kind of a rom-com-ish kind of vibe but yeah check it out yeah cool uh i'm gonna jump in next with mine which uh you know i think we're we're all picking actors that uh, someone else on the show doesn't exactly like i went with bill and ted's excellent adventures i like keanu reeves he just doesn't show emotion very well <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a montage of all the times you're shit talking Keanu Reeves. <laughs> what? No, it's me. It's it's me shit talking Scott Johansson, comparing him to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Both. Sorry, Scarlett. Job. Come on the show sometime. We'd love to have you. Yeah, we'll be nice. <laughs> I know she listens. I know she listens. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. I still haven't brought myself to watch the new Bill and Ted's because these movies growing up were so weird and fun and uh i don't know just iconic and the idea that like music's gonna save the world is is something that's pervasive in a lot of music movies but this time they they went that much further and traveling through time to try to put together a band that could save the universe uh i don't know it's uh i, I it's fucking great bill and ted's so is there another movie around music with Jack Black that saves the world in your list? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see question around Bill and Ted? Have you seen Bill and Ted face the music? The one that came out last year? Last year, I think. Not yet. I'm I'm worried that it'll suck. I'm glad that they yeah, did. Yeah, but... that's that's a valid concern. I have not seen it as well. Um, for that same reason, it has a good Rotten Tomato score, eighty percent. So that's not bad at all. I think it's worth the watch, even just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. 
Like, I'll watch the new Matrix with Keanu, even though I imagine it's going to be horrible. <laughs> also, yeah. watch it. I'll watch John Wick 4. Same reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. You got to support Keanu, man. He's a nice guy. He's, He's a, a gr- really nice dude. He's a okay, so we're watch- told. So yeah. we're told. He's a great guy. Oh, that's true. Allegedly. He probably lives in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. He's probably the mayor of Winnipeg. Yeah. We've just been burned so many times on sequels. And like this is coming from a guy who was telling Chalupa earlier, I already have my tickets for Ghostbusters on the 22nd. But, you know, after Point Break, I don't know. It's just, I have my concerns, but... I think if Rotten Tomatoes, they rarely lead you that far astray. So maybe a triple header, that might be too much, Bill and Ted's. But uh, yeah, I don't know. All the elements are there. They go through time. They see death. They save the world. You can't ask for much more than that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's valid. My my number three, I think, is going to take a lot of heat. Uh, my number three is La La Land. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels. The ex lazy. and I turned it off in about twenty minutes. I <laughs> I really like La La Land. I first off, um, from a perspective of everybody else didn't like it, so I have to like it to seem cultured. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people really liked it. It won, it won Academy Awards. I think, uh, I think people didn't like it because La La Land's done in kind of that classic musical kind of way, that song and dance. And there are times where Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone don't necessarily hit the way that, you know, you look back to like a Gene Kelly would have, right? So I think in a comparison's sake, a lot of people don't like it for that. But I think it's designed purposely. You have to think the movie is centers around jazz. And part of what makes jazz great is the imperfection, is the improv. It, it's Why can't they just hit the right notes? <laughs> so from that standpoint, uh, John Legend plays a good asshole in it <laughs> uh kind of selfish asshole jk simmons is great in it uh i think it goes without saying that uh, the songs are very well written so like city of stars i listen to uh in spotify still it's in a lot of my playlists i think it's a great duet uh i i just think it didn't this movie didn't get enough credit from the right people if you rewatch it, the love story itself and how it marries the music, uh, it's it's so good. It, it's so good. And obviously, uh, people don't like it because, hey, spoiler alert, uh, skip the next minute if you don't like spoilers. It's not a happy ending. Guess what? People move on. They don't get together in the end. They don't get back together. Life Life changes. People move on. And that's part of it. And what? it's beautiful. It's no. beautiful in the fact that that happens. Uh, yeah, a La La Land, I absolutely love. I've, I probably watch it once a year. I just think it's uh, it's incredibly underrated for an overall movie. Should have won an uh, Oscar. 
<laughs> it, yeah, uh, it got robbed of that Best Picture Oscar. <laughs> Literally robbed, funny enough. <laughs> Stupid Warren Beatty. Piece of shit. Scumbag. I'm going to come in Scumbag. with a review of La La Land for our next recording, and I will be honest. You should have it as like an, like, like just interrupt. Like, it's like, this is a timber slam recording on La La Land. Like, as soon as you watch a movie that we've reviewed, like, you know, in one of our fucking toe to toes, and you don't like it, just like, I haven't seen that. I'll get back to you on that. And just like, watch it. It's like, what the fuck was Brian thinking? This piece of shit movie. This is not better than Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars revolves around music. Look at the Cantina group. <laughs> when are they going to get their own movie? When are they going to get their own movie? I'd watch it. Fucking Moonlight. Moonlight wasn't even a good movie. Mm. I, I, hey, I'll go and say, and Tim, you can choose to cut this, but I will say Moonlight won awards because, because of, of Hollywood culture around diversity. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Green Book. The Green Book was an okay movie, but it's not an Oscar. Dude, that's my number one. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know enough Dude. about the, the award ceremonies <laughs> to comment, but from what I've seen, it seems like a reaction to the way that people of color have been treated for so many fucking years and their inability to get roles. And then, yeah, they, here's an opportunity to hand out awards. Here's an Oscar. Yeah. So we're cool, right? Yeah. We're cool, yeah. right? As I just opposed think it's to the wrong to make, way to go about it. Yeah, make tangible change. Give fucking more opportunities and uh, acknowledge yeah. great works. But... Yeah, it's a fucked up system. I don't know. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's very complicated. But Moonlight, good movie. Once again, is it best picture worthy? No. When, uh, by the way, I lost an Oscar pool because of that. I thought I won. I literally, I was tied <laughs> with Danielle's mom and La La Neil. Land one, and I was like, Neil from the sports Fuck yeah. Show. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yes! And then <laughs> Moonlight. And I was like, no! No! Did she have Moonlight? She had Moonlight! Get the fuck out! I don't drink yeah. often, but how fucking great would it be if we all just like get a couple of drinks together and fucking live stream the Oscars? Oh, oh no, absolutely. We need to do that. That's, that's the thing that we need to do. And then the Razzies I, as well. But I no. watch the Oscars well, every year. I'm a loser. We should... We should reenact it. We should reenact that <laughs> that scene of Brian, and then Tim, you could be Brian's mother-in-law, and then I'll be Danielle, and I'll be crying in the corner, like, "Why don't you just get along?" It's like, "Fuck that bitch!" <laughs> it doesn't Fuck count. It doesn't count. Dude, I want to recount. I'm, I'm calling DiCaprio right now. <laughs> One year, Danielle's mom made her Oscar picks based off the Vegas odds, and just chose the favorite for each one. Oh, wow. It made me so angry. That's fucking she won. brilliant. She won, and it made me so angry. I was like, "You're a piece of shit for this. You're actually a piece of shit." Like this is so genius piece of shit. I fucking have so much respect for that. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a scumbag, man. She likes to win. I can respect it from that. <laughs> respect it from that. I gotta what, warn you, if we play name? board games, that's the same kind of competitiveness Sue. that I'm bringing to the fucking table. I am cutthroat, I am dirty, I will do whatever I can within the rules to win. 
Sue, come on the show. We'd love to have you. <laughs> I'll have her on. I can tell you guys a great story about the best movie, uh, the best Tiff story of all time <laughs> with her. Oh, dude. The first time I met her. You'll, oh, you'll, you'll laugh. Have oh, her call boy. in. Uh, my number two is, uh, it's not Lily Tomlin, but it's just covering it. The Blues Brothers. Such oh, boy. a great, I had a hard time not picking this for the soundtrack as well. Ding, 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 ding. But, uh. Oh, Aaron's got that as his number two as well. Oh, you do? Nice. Uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're so basic. <laughs> Yeah, have your little see. have your little jerk off session about the Blues Brothers. Uh, <laughs> fucking great movie, classic. Some of the best comedic actors of the time in it. Uh, the the way that music Play, playing a serious role almost too. Yeah, uh, like coming down to all the way at the end where they're they're playing for what I assume is the devil, but also to save the orphanage. The fucking oh my god belushi was unbelievable in it how much for the little girl the girl looking back maybe a bit of a longer movie but like even carrie fisher's role in it she did it beautifully I oh just, I love this the scorn girlfriend yes fucking bazooka blowing up the halfway house and they're just just normal it's like oh oh geez let me <laughs> let me help you out oh sorry about that yeah no problem let's go okay one of my favorite. John Candy. Actors. Yes. John Candy. Was he in the second one? No, he's in the first one. Oh, shit. He's the, um, he's the cop. I forget his name right now. Chalupa, you said this was your number two as well. Let's hear a little bit of your thoughts yes. on it. Uh, no, great, great music. Um, wonderful musicians. Actually, a good band altogether, too, because they are the Blues Brothers are a band. Um. Yeah, you got Aretha Franklin in there. You got a nice, like Im- impromptu music musical scores. Um. Yeah, and like, man, Chicago. Like, what a great fucking track! Like, and they go for like nine minutes in the movie. This is a long movie, by the way. If you've never seen it before, be prepared. It's about two and a half hours long. Car chases probably total up an hour of the movie. And yes. yeah, no, like, like Dan Aykroyd is blowing, blowing on the harmonica, just playing that harp, going crazy, and it's it's awesome. Like the dance moves are great too. Uh, Carrie Fisher is very funny in it. They have lots of cameos, very funny, and they hit they hit some serious topics. They have like the Nazi like speech in it, and it's just like wow, this is going on a little bit longer than I want it to, and it's kind of awkward. But then like they make things right, obviously. The chicken wire and the beer bottles being thrown and smashed is very funny. Um, no, it's 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 a it's a great movie. I honestly didn't watch it front to back until I think it was about twenty three or so, and I was just loving it. I, I was laughing. I was just enthralled. I was captivated. I was wondering where I was going. Then you got Cab Calloway singing Minnie the Moocher. Yeah, and he's doing a scat at the end. Ooh, ooh, talk about tongue twisters! My goodness. Uh, you got Ray Charles in there. Wasn't he part of the big uh, music he scene? When he shoots a, He shoots a gun at a miner for trying to steal. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I always forget who was the uh, the janitor at the orphanage that they were kind of raised by. Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's, he sings Minnie the Moocher. Yeah. He's a really good, he's a really good uh, singer. He's in, he's a part about, he's a part of uh, American black music lore, like really, really intertwined. He's a, he's a legend. He's a legend. James Brown does the preacher. Yeah. It, it's a fantastic fucking film. He does some singing. Actually, Cat Calloway does some singing in animated uh, films as well, like especially uh, or shorts, uh, especially with Betty Boop. Oh, cool. Yeah. You, uh, Frank Oz. Frank Oz is in Blues Brothers as well. It's funny enough. Yeah, he's uh, he's checking out. Yeah, he's, he's he, well. He does a voice uh, for a number of characters, um, but he's in uh, he's in the prison. He's giving John and. Uh, what are their names? Ingle, Inglewood, Elwood, John and Elwood. Um, their stuff when they're leaving prison. That's Frank mm. Oz. Yeah, uh, John Candy plays Burden Mercer. Just so you know, that's his uh, name, Burden Mercer. Yeah, thought it was something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mister Mercer. Uh, <laughs> what most people refer to him as. Yeah, lots of cameos. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan's in it as well. Shaka lots Khan. of obviously lots of musicians that you guys touch on: Aretha Franklin, James Brown, Ray Charles, Cab Calloway, John Lee Hooker, Matt Murphy. Uh, solid movie when uh, you can get that many that many people in. Uh, yeah, not much more that needs to be said. Yep. BB King, a funny, a good fun movie overall, and the music in it is is great. Right, it it's uh it keeps the vibes keeps the vibe so to speak even the it's, it's, it's good preaches good film music. way that they filmed yeah. it i love it i love the, the um, look of it. unless we do a favorite movies period toe-to-toe this will be the last time that i meant that i include this movie i will retire it <laughs> at this point almost famous i know it's gonna be I know almost gonna famous be. <laughs> yep. so i i will retire this movie at this point um not much more needs to be said about it. You want a movie that revolves around music. This movie breathes music. We've talked about it over and over and over again. A, it's a pretty accurate depiction of the music industry and what it's like to travel as a band trying to make it and being on the cusp, first and foremost. B, you get to see rock journalism from someone who actually did it uh, and Cameron Crowe who's portraying it. And yeah, is it probably a little exaggerated? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I imagine it's not far off. If you're a rock band trying to make it and you have a journalist, you're going to try to show them the time of their lives so that they write the most glowing review of you that they possibly could. But you're the I, enemy, man. You're the enemy. Uh, you got great performances. Once again, Kate Hudson, Billy Crudup fantastic in it um francis mcdormand jason lee zoe deschanel anna paquin even uh (laughs) philip seymour hoffman as lester bangs (laughs) in so many memorable scenes we talk about it over and over and over again tiny dancer on the bus it really it really for me I was when this when this came out I was like 13 years old when Almost Famous came out I saw it. I ain't no shit about Elton John. Oh, I heard boy. Tiny Dancer on the bus. Oh my god, fell in love with it. Fell in love with Elton John. Uh just get in line. Went through his whole catalog. 
Uh, Dave Grohl covers it on the Craig Kilborn show. Uh, he does a he does a cover of it and specifically references almost famous in his cover of it. He's like, "Why don't we just skip forward to the chorus, just like the bus scene?" <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's great. Uh, yeah, not much more I could say about that. Great music, great acting. Cameron Crowe's best film by far. And Cameron Crowe is a pretty solid writer, but his best film by far. And unless we do a best our favorite movies of all time this uh this i'm retiring it from lists i will reference it if there's a list i feel like it should have been in it will be an honorable mention with an asterisk (laughs) but it's being retired just because i want to provide some original content and with that being said if i had to replace it with another movie that other movie would be august rush lame August yeah. Rush. I don't know if you guys know what August Rush is. I won't go into it because maybe I'll save that for another time. But you want to talk about a movie that breathes music as well? Jonathan Reese Myers. Uh, you can just Spotify the uh, the song "This Time" and listen to that song by Jonathan Reese Myers and understand like, hey, it's a really good song. And I fucking hate Carrie Russell, and I still think August Rush is a great. Uh, but yeah. Number two, Almost Famous. I was going to say, uh, one of my favorite parts of Almost Famous is when uh, I think the pronunciation's close. Uh, Firuja Balk, yeah, she's one of the, the roadies slash groupies, I guess. Um, Sapphire. The band. <laughs> yeah. And she's like trying to tell the main guy like some information and she runs to a sign while she's running down to tell him this. Your and- mom called. the smash oh god yeah burst out laughing so great tim have you watched it yet we task you every time (laughs) oh no i have not taken the dip i can't find it you tell me what streaming service it's on and i will definitely watch it it's on my plex we'll watch it in discord right after this yes yeah we should all watch it yeah that'd be good i haven't i haven't watched it in like 15 years yeah it's such a fantastic movie cool on to the number ones, boys. Oh, shit. We're getting there. Aaron, All right. Aaron, what do you got? Aaron, you're going first. Yeah. <gasps> Me first? Oh, my goodness. I didn't even pick the, the topic. Uh, my number one. Well, we mentioned John C. Riley before. Might as well pick a movie where he's in it as well, but not Chicago. He's the main actor, and it's a spoof. Dewey Cox. So fucking good. So fucking good. It's honestly one of my favorite comedies in like the last 30 years. It's in my top like three. This is so good. So good. And it's so accurate by making fun of all the douchebag like celebrity musicians. Oh my God. Wonderful. Wonderfully done. The songs are hilarious. They're accurate. Just quotable, quotable, front to back. Incredible, incredible. Well done. Great cast. Great cameos. Jack Black, sorry, not Jack Black, Jack White, the other one, is playing Elvis. And he's just like, oh, man, he's going to chop you. Crowdy. And it's like, just like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. And then he leaves. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) Then you got the Beatles being portrayed by Jack Black. Paul Rudd, 
<laughs> just as long. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's amazing. Yeah, uh, it's a great movie. If you have not seen this, watch it. It is a wonderful, wonderful comedy. Yeah, I uh, I had to pick it for the exact same reasons, Julupa. It uh, lampoons all of those movies that the that came out around that time and a little bit before, but also at the same time, like if this wasn't just a parody of those movies, it can stand on its own as a fucking funny, funny movie. The wrong son died bit has been quoted and requoted within my friends group a million times over the years. Oh, wrong son died. The uh, slow progression quit, quit, of drugs. Quit, compl- quit saying horrible things until you say something you're going to regret. What, like the wrong son died? <laughs> <laughs> wrong son died. Uh, yeah, the the bit where he opens up the bathroom door is like, oh, you don't want none of this, do we? <laughs> it's just yeah, a slow progression of drugs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Get out of here, dude. You don't want none of this. Even the songs, the songs, the way that the, he plays it up, I just, it was perfect. It has been a long time since I've seen that movie. But, like, even just you guys bringing up, like, that you don't want none of this, do we? Uh, <laughs> like, things jump out to me. I didn't even think of that movie. It's a good pull. I'm impressed that you both have it as number one. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. What, it looks, it's not what it looks like to her or to me. Uh, uh, you can't be married to two different people at once, do we? Not even if you're famous. Oh my god! I'm your girlfriend. I, I, I love that at the beginning too. They're playing fourteen-year-olds and they're easily like mid forties. <laughs> so you hear that? I'm Dewey Cox's fourteen-year-old girlfriend. Walk hard. Walk hard. <laughs> uh, you can you... tell her that we're wrapping up in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> yeah, punchy. Well. Bri, I didn't see. Was she naked? <laughs> Um, we are uh, we're at my number one which is uh, Once I I referenced this in the soundtrack episode as being an amazing soundtrack as a movie that revolves around music I can't think of a more heartfelt movie uh, where it truly feels like music is these people uh, is the writer so John Carney writes many movies about music begin again's one that i saw of his that was really good as well um the story of these two characters that it's almost too good to be true how they met and they're they're the perfect match for each other but obstacles get in the way so all they can do is make perfect music together and it's so the music they make is it's breathtaking and the fact that there's a language barrier between them you know the he's he's irish and she is she speaks broken ass english uh it's just and they're only like once again this is just about the relationship and the music their characters are just girl guy that's it you don't know names you get to see a little bit of their their relationship with their family. Um, there's little things that remain true. So they like there's a studio recording. Spoiler alert: where they end up going out and they put on a CD and they take it for a car test. 
So how does the song sound in the car? Does it sound as good as it does in the studio? That's a true test that you do uh, or did back in the day. At least. You don't need to do it as well now because audio systems are even standard basic cars, really good audio system. But in my 93 Dodge Neon, it was shit. <laughs> so <laughs> you had to take things for a car test. Um, yeah, you know, just just to kind of cement it home. Um, <clears throat> Roger Roger Ebert said he gave it his special jury prize, which is an equal first no movie. Um, he was like once was what like once was his movie of the year in two thousand seven. Michael Phillips, uh, once again, an esteemed movie reviewer, called it his best film of 2007. The fact that this movie didn't get any Oscar buzz aside from it winning best song breaks my absolute heart. Um, So there's there's also a scene, because so she's Czech, and there's a scene where he he asks her a question in English and she answers in Czech. They don't subtitle it. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I cannot say enough about this movie. Oh, Brian, you're a big softie. Watch it. And uh, yeah, it's the first like one of the first movies I made Danielle watch when when we met. I was like, yeah, you got to watch this movie. Uh, nice. And. When we were making, I was referencing the list to her. She was like, "Once is obviously there." Yeah, like, absolutely. You know how Aaron, you know how when I said "When That Shakes the Barley" is gonna, like, it has that kind of feel for just like a solid movie around a topic that needs to be had. Um, it's a little more indie, but great acting, like that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Very heartwarming. Uh, and also will make you cry just like when the chicks the barley pulls at your heartstrings a bit too in a different way (laughs) (laughs) yeah once once pulls at your penis uh so i'll just do a quick exit for us uh uh, <laughs> do we want to do, do we want to do honorable mentions at all i'm gonna feed into that mentions? after the uh the the exit like hey this is our top five uh now we've got some honorable mentions so yeah. uh yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. this has been toe to toe in 20 or so or 60 or so or toe to toe 180 um yeah that was our list do you agree do you disagree reach out to us on instagram at uh, beard and board at uh, gmail.com uh anywhere you want to talk to us we're always ready to hear uh brian or chalupa do you have anything to plug and then after that we're going to give some honorable mentions and nods brian twitch.tv slash not just bs that's all i got going on in my life <laughs> Uh, Instagram, Chalupa Cabra, five two. Nice. Chalupa Cabra, all letters, five two, the numbers. Send me, send me a message. I have a private account, and we'll chat, or not, either or, whatever. Send me, send me a meme that's funny. Hey, Aaron, what are your honorable and mentions and nods? Uh, honorable mentions and nods or music. Oh, sorry, movies revolved around music. Uh, La Bamba. Lou Diamond Phillips kicks ass in this. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking sick. 
Um, <clears throat> God, Richie Richie Valen, I believe it's Richie Valen. Maybe don't quote me on that. I can't remember the last name. I always get good at confused with Richie Valley in the four seasons, but I'm pretty sure it's Richie Valen. Um, yeah, Mexican American musician. Uh, spoiler alert: dies on the plane with the Big Bopper and Buddy Holly the day the music died. And um, yeah, it's a really good movie, really good acting, really good story, pretty accurate. Uh, other than that, Whiplash. I think anybody who's been watching Oscar movies lately has heard about this one. J.K. Simmons, Oscar-worthy performance, wins. Pretty cool movie on jazz, same director as... La La Land. I think he's got a real infatuation and hate-love relationship with jazz. Sound of Metal. Recently nominated for some Oscars. Wonderful movie. So I hear. I have not seen it yet, but I know I'm going to like it. Looks pretty fucking sweet. I'm going to check that out. And then, of course, Hustle and Flow. Terrence Howard stars in this. He got nominated you know for an Oscar. it's hot out here for a pimp. Anthony Let Anderson. Try get this money for the rent. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, that actually won an Oscar for Best Original Song. Yes, it did. The biggest and, surprise ever. <laughs> yeah, Jon Stewart was uh, the host of the Oscars that year, and Queen Latifah announced the award because she was naming other she, – she was really pulling for them, and she had a speech written about like how there were other songs that were kind of odd that won Oscars and Chi Chi Bang Bang was one of them. And I was like, wow, that's pretty dumb. And I'm happy that these guys won because it's a kick-ass song and it was a kick-ass movie. And you, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. And those are yeah, my man, that's honorable a good mentions. I remember because I'm obviously a big hip-hop head. When Hustle and Flow came out and it got the notoriety it did, I was like, damn, I'm so happy. Uh, I'm so happy that they, and then when I won the Oscar, especially because uh, Eight Mile, like Lose Yourself, had won an Oscar uh, back in like o two o three time frame, and I was like, "There's no way they're gonna give it to another to another rap song so soon after this. There's no yeah. way. The Academy's a bunch of old white men." And when it won, <laughs> I was so hyped, man. Yeah, so hyped. <laughs> yeah, it's a good soundtrack overall. Funny enough. Uh, mm. You have some good rappers on there in general. Could have been an honorable mention for the soundtrack uh, one. Yeah. Should have. Should have. They also have Whoop That Trick, which was another big song. I think that was also nominated that same two songs from that movie. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't remember I that think one. It could be wrong. Um, I'm going to Young Brian this. Tim, uh, honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, high school teacher loves music he has a deaf son and it's just kind of him coming to terms with that and trying to share this thing that's so massively important to him with his uh with his kid i uh i really i really like that movie i haven't seen it in years and years and years but when we started talking about this that immediately jumped out to me uh hamilton on disney plus if you get the chance to sit down and watch it uh it was really well put together. I know that it's more of a stage show, but uh, the 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 way that they had the stage work and everything, the songs in it are fantastic. 
Uh, Tenacious D, definitely an honorable mention. It's a, a fun movie from back in the day. Um, Pick a Destiny. And then this one's for young Brian, Detroit Rock City. Uh, a bunch of kids trying to get some tickets to a Kiss concert. Uh, fuck it. Fuck it. Dose a priest with some uh, mushrooms. It's pretty fun. Uh, Coco, if you don't cry uh, during this movie, you're a goddamn robot. Um, Coco was great. Uh, music that I generally don't have any exposure to or listen to. But for that reason, it, it stuck with me. I, I really, really enjoyed the way they put it together. Eight Mile. This is kind of a weird one to, to have in here because I don't think a lot of people enjoyed it. But uh, Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't I think about that one? That's a great movie. I, I, I so know. Good. It seems it gets passed over a lot, but I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I uh, definitely would have added that to my list. I didn't even think about that. Well done, sir. Sister Act. I think this yep. holds up as a fun movie. The songs are great. And it's unique. Um, I consider that one more of a musical. That's why I didn't include it. But mm. that's a really good one. Number one, so much better than two, but they're both pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World. Very sing, very singalongable. Yes. Very singalongable. Uh, Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Yeah. And then the last movie on my list, I haven't actually gotten to see yet, but it's been on a list and I just haven't found it. Almost famous. No. Uh, Spinal Tap. <laughs> I uh, yes, this is Spinal Tap. I heard Great that this on my honorable so mentions much as well. My uh, alley, but I haven't gotten a chance to to actually watch it. This is the problem with not having a fucking movie store, as I have nowhere to go dig for the obscure shit or a, like request for it to show up. No, fair enough. I uh, I I wish that movie stores didn't uh, didn't go the way they did. I'm sure, like. If I was to open a movie store today, I would just have like uh, USB keys, like locked USB keys with digital copies so that there was at least options for people to uh, to view it digitally without having to have a DVD <laughs> player <laughs> or Blu-ray player. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think overall some solid honorable mentions there. Only ones that I have uh, in... Maybe you guys named a couple of these, but across the universe, yes, uh, on my list, um, you said Wayne's World, August Rush, Chalupa. Um, you 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 said you play the mandolin, right? I do, Captain Crowley's mandolin. You're pretty picking. Uh, no. <laughs> do you play? Do you play the guitar as well? No, no, just the mandolin. Wow, just the mandolin. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, if you are interested in guitar playing, I highly recommend August Rush. Um, just some of the best guitar playing that you will see in a movie. Um, regardless, the movie itself is a little bit cheesy, but from a musicality perspective, oh my god, it's so good. And like, regardless, even though the kid's not playing guitar in it, like you can clearly tell uh, that it's fully faked and that they have a professional, <laughs> it's still the... The actual guitar playing's very solid. Um, I'm surprised no one picked Pitch Perfect. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, not for me. Same with like a High School Musical. No, thank you, not for me. Oh, what was <laughs> that one with Hilary Duff? And she was like trying to get like some kind of scholarship or some shit. Uh, 
I don't even know. I don't want to bother. Yeah. All right. So then uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nice. You know, uh, it goes without saying kind of revolves around music in a, in a big way. Entertaining movie. Hilarious. If you're if you're a gamer as well, it will appeal to you that much more. Uh, Empire Records. Nice. I still listen to Sugar High by the Coyote Shivers. It's on mm-hmm. my playlist. Um, yeah. And then lastly, uh, I lied. I got two more. So Rocket Ooh. Man. Okay. Yeah, Rocket yeah. Man. Uh, once again, we talked about Elton John. Uh, and with the Rocket Man comes Bohemian Rhapsody because they kind of came out at the same time. Yeah. I, uh-huh. Although Rami Malek was great, I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody as a film. I thought it was way too overhyped and um, wasn't enough about the story of the person, which is why I liked Rocket Man a little bit more. Uh, I really like ahead, the Aaron. Motley Crew one now that we're talking about it, but sorry, Aaron, I didn't mean to jump in. No, that's okay. I'm just holding my finger just to remember. Keep going. <laughs> I, I know I know what I'm thinking of, but this, I remember. The Keep Motley crew, crew one, just to throw that out there, like fucking watching the Ozzy Osbourne uh, character uh, snorting ants off a sidewalk to fuck with people. It, it's <laughs> it was a ton of fun. What do you got, Aaron? I was going to say Airheads. Oh, <laughs> nice. Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi, Chris Farley, all those guys. You got cameos mm-hmm. of uh, Lemmy from Motorhead. Do you have... Um, Rob Zombie, so much. It, it's 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 a great comedy. I remember watching this as a kid. I just thought it was so awesome and hilarious. Like that's another one that's a really good comedy. Definitely in my top twenty-five. Mm. So well just, done. Great story. Yeah. Good 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 timing. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Um, then then the last one is a movie, little known movie called Supermensch. The Legend of Shep Gordon, uh, directed by Mike Myers. It is about Shep Gordon, uh, basically big Hollywood manager, one of the all-time legends in Hollywood, managed a bunch of bands, actors, everything. Um, but they call him Supermensch because he was his life was his clients. So they like they did a. Uh, basically a love piece to him is what I call this movie. And you got people like Michael Douglas, Alice Cooper, Sylvester Sloan, Mike Myers, Willie Nelson, uh, like just, you know, Fab Five, Fred, Freddie. You have a lot of people that were managed by this person. It's a documentary talking about their life with this person, Sammy Hagar. Um, it's a really good documentary. If you, you kind of get an idea of, some of the things required in the business, it's it's cut and edited superbly. Kudos to Mike Myers for that. Um, oh shit, Anne yeah. Murray's in it too. Yeah, Mick Fle- Yeah, Anne Murray's in it. Actually, Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood is in it. Um, yeah. If uh, Steven Tyler, like you're talking, this guy, this guy was heavily connected. So you really get a good eye as to everything going on. Uh, and just there's a photo that I have to that I have to show you to make you want to watch this that much more. I'm gonna share my screen too. Um, here, 
Oh, wow. No head, no backstage pass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time, and he was a different manager. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a good movie. I, I saw it at TIFF, and uh, I just remember it almost won, even though it's just like a documentary about that. It almost won the um the grolsch people's choice award for a tiff so yeah <laughs> who's you guys guy? like documentaries give oh, it a watch there's another photo on uh google images if you scroll down alice cooper mike myers uh the who who was the guy that was married to roseanne for a while uh fuck tom arnold tom, tom arnold. arnold they're all wearing the no head no backstage pass and this is obviously a somewhat recent photo. Like oh, 2010. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the guy on the right in that photo is Shep Gordon. That's the actual Shep Gordon, the manager. Nice. That's that's yeah. awesome. All right, guys, that was another great episode. Uh, Like we said, you can find us at the places we mentioned before. And uh, hope to see you again soon. Bye. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for watching. All right. Um, 